pretty much how like, it works. Oh, do you you don't wake up like me like in full vampire mode? Well, like just erect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do wake up erect, but not in the vampire sense. <laughs> me too, actually. So, um, the last podcast we did. Oh yeah, tell me the date. It's the fifteenth of May. 2019. Last year. 2020. Oh, I was going to say 2019. <laughs> um, we took a break at the most important time for podcasts when everyone was getting into them uh, because we felt like it was becoming too mainstream. <laughs> and now that people are sick of podcasts, we're coming back. Oh, fuck, we're, man. We're doing... Yeah, we're doing there that. is part of me that's like regretful because we started this many years ago. Yeah. If we could been consistent, we could have you know maybe built a following. If we had actually a structure and we knew what we were doing, we could have done pretty well. We could have had one of those podcast networks. Yeah, keep hearing about, yeah, or like a media company. But then again, that's that sounds like a lot of work. It does sound like a lot of work. Um, uh, sorry, I just uh, received a business email because I'm an important business person, business man of things. Uh, and I was just reading it. Um, I'm very distinguished. Um, yeah. So what? May 15. You said 2020. 2020. What's happened since then? Not a lot, really. No. In the world. We were in the throngs of coronavirus. Coronavirus. Oh, yeah. In May. Was this one the digital one that we did over? Yeah. Okay. This yeah. one's in person. We're doing it in person. Now. I know. It's good to be here. Uh, in uh, the new Wonder Boys podcast studio. Yeah. Coming at you live-ish from, from Tim's my living room. Living room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a studio. It's the same way like since... Um, May 2020, I've started doing voiceovers from home, and I always uh, mark it as a professional home studio with a custom recording space. Do you know what that means, Lucas? Do you know what it means? Oh, I know, but maybe you should inform the I listeners. should explain it to the, the general public. So that is the jargon you tell your clients to make you sound good, but really, it's a closet with some blankies on the wall, <laughs> and it helps with the sound. Um yeah. With some blankies. With that some was my favorite blankies. descriptor. Um, well, they are. They're moving blankets from Canadian Tire. Those don't sound like very blanky to me. Well, they're just meant so you don't scuff your furniture, I think. Um, but <laughs> they actually, because they stuff them with this kind of soft material that is good for absorbing uh, reflective sound. Um, which is pretty much all you want. Because like you might notice when we're in the living room, yeah, there's always a bit of an echo when we're in here. Yeah. Whereas in my professional recording space, um, in my professional home studio, with your blankies, with my blankies, <laughs> it's it's totally good. Um, but there's also like a bunch of pillows stuffed up top. Uh, Pillowies, duvets from the opposite season. So we're going into winter now, so it'll be like the summer or spring duvet that's up there um, with all my spare pillows. Because since I've gotten really expensive pillows, I just throw all the garbage ones I used to have up there, and I've got to say it's worth it. What kind of pillows do you get? Tell us. I don't know what the branding is. I got them at Sleep Country, which, you know, if you go to a store dedicated to something, why would you buy a mattress anywhere else? else. Exactly. Why would you buy a mattress anywhere else? Um, We did buy a mattress there, Sarah and I. So Sarah (laughs) moved in here with me, and uh, yeah, we bought this mattress, and I had back problems before. We got the new mattress. We got the new mattress, and I'm like, oh, it was the mattress that was giving me (laughs) back problems. And I had them for like almost two years. That's a lot because of because the problems. fucking the the mattress I had sucked dick. <laughs> oh, I guess we're not sending this episode to Sarah's yeah, mom. Yeah, and it was from IKEA, and I'll fucking I'll tell them like your mattress sucks dick. Do better, because <laughs> um, now I've tasted what what real life should be. 
where you should be buying mattresses like, from. I play volleyball recreationally, and I don't come back with an absolutely painful lower back anymore because before, like bending down was a struggle um, because I wasn't my back wasn't resting at night. The guy at the store at Sleep Country Canada, why would you buy a mattress anywhere else? He told me that your muscles are Sponsored. engaged all night because it's trying to keep your spine straight because the mattress isn't doing that work for you. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, that makes so much sense because my back is in constant pain. Um, not like are, a, you a, are you a front sleeper, a side sleeper, or a back sleeper? I start on my side. Typically, I prefer my right side. Yeah. Uh, and then I usually wake up on my back. It's exactly like me. So I'll, uh, I'll I guess, just roll to the left in the night and then stay there that's pretty much how it works oh do you you don't wake up like me like in full vampire mode what like just erect (laughs) (laughs) yes i do wake up erect but not in the vampire sense (laughs) me too actually i should really drink less water before i go to bed so i'm gonna make myself coffee lucas yeah tim uh, whatever you can start and i'll talk a little bit about my sleep patterns and what i was actually meaning by waking like for, like erect no i don't you use the word erect i didn't use the word erect. um it is the technical term and it is correct <laughs> no what i meant was like a vampire i lie i end up on my asmr now oh my god did that come through i don't know maybe i, I quieted it up so you... maybe a little bit we'll see yeah it'll be faint it's a good mic you can boost it. <laughs> Fucking boost it, that baby. Point. I'll process the <laughs> shit out of this. Yeah, more ASMR. Oh, get that cream in there. I have to use lactose cream because the lactose-free stuff, I get a fresh coat. They haven't been stocking it. Oh, so you're going to be farting up a storm? I think because I use little enough, it's okay. Okay. But uh, if I was like having, going to like Starbucks. <laughs> 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 Describe what I was doing there. I can do this. I think this will be fun. <laughs> I, I had my microphone in between my knees because I'm busy unraveling the sugar to put into my coffee because I'm not a man. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Yet. Soon. I can see some hair on your chin. Yeah, it actually just grows on my chin but nowhere else, which is the fucking problem. Um, I guess our, our family genes are responsible for that. Jenna was commenting, you only grow a mustache. Yeah, is that true? I, oh, it's nasty when it grows in i look like a pedophile you have much darker hair than i do oh it's and that's all that grows is this like french ass mustache right and it's uh yeah well i have dark hair sarah's constantly ragging on me because she's got the pure aryan blonde hair that all germans are proud of (laughs) why is that i find we like the pure race um Yeah, but she's commenting like, you're more of a brown. I was like, and then I finally admitted it when I renewed my license this year. She's like, what color would you say your hair is? I was like, brownish. It's been blonde my entire life on all my IDs, but now I was like, it's dark enough now. I feel like if you went, spent um, like, I don't know, a week in the sun, it would blonde up real quick. Yeah, there's a photo from when I went to to Tofino a couple years ago when I was tour guiding. So I was spending almost every day outside. Like the tips of it would start to get blonde, yeah, and then progressively, as you got to the to the root, it would kind of go more of an auburn, not auburn, like strawberry, strawberry blonde. I don't even know what different colors. Dirty girl, I am a dirty girl. (laughs) Yeah, it's an auburn. I would say mine's like more of a dark, yeah, brown, dark brown. I mean, what what little hair is trying its best to hold on? Yeah, I like. Let's. uh, I mean, speaking. So it's been a year and almost a year and a half since we did. A podcast, a lot has changed. Oh, big time. In our lives. 
Yeah. Coronavirus. Coronavirus, especially. I actually had a wild year, but I'll let you go first. No, no, no. How was your week, Tim? I've already talked a lot. How was my week? <laughs> I've already talked a lot. I oh, think. so you want, you want, okay, my turn. Take a little break here. Yeah. Drink some coffee, chill out. Um, yeah, what's happened for me? I, uh, yeah, still live in London, so I'm back for a little trip. And by little, and I this mean, is London, Ontario now? This is, no, this is big boy London. Oh, this boy. is the real one, I think. They're both real, but. I think they're both real, but like one more real than the other, if you know what I mean. One has nine point something million people in it. The other one has a hundred thousand something. Well, to be fair, I learned yesterday that the Flight Information Center for Ontario is in London, which is just absolutely useless information unless <laughs> unless you need to know. Um, but go on. London, UK. What's, London, it, what's UK. It all about? What, who, who is London? Who, UK. Why is London? Yeah, why is why London is Gamora? Why is Gamora? <laughs> um, yeah, I like living over there. Uh, I think I talked about in our last episode. I mean, for those of you who didn't listen to our last episode, which is most of you, <laughs> if not <laughs> everybody is, on exactly, the planet, exactly. Anybody coming into this? I, yeah, we should maybe we should try and kick this up. And we say that every time we're like, oh, we should kick this up in a regular fashion. Yeah. And then yeah, I had a do. I had an idea for a continuation of the Wonder Boys podcast, but it would be like a different segment. Mm-hmm. Where this would be our main thing, where we just talk to each other. But I had another idea, which I won't share here because I don't want anyone to take it. But I'll tell you afterwards. We might be coming out with promo coming this summer. Yeah, um, we'll bring we'll bring in the new Wonder Boys podcast. Well, we still have. When you said earlier, like, oh, we never really had a format. We did have. How was your week? We did have a guest usually. Yeah, we did have talk the about Rage Star Wars Cage every week. Rage Cage, yes, we did have the Rage Cage. Um. We did like news stories that went well. I saved news stories that I thought were funny from yeah, or the week, and we chatted about those, which were nice, which were good. So but, yeah, I guess we did have a format. Yeah, but what we're doing now is riffing. We are riffing we're real riffing. hard. But this is our this is how we're our, our catch up situation. Though. Exactly, exactly. Like we so, were yeah. learning about London, and we're learning about exactly. like you've changed jobs like four times in the last two years. That's correct. I've interviewed well, so I years. currently uh, I work at a very small company. You may have heard of them. LinkedIn. Yeah. He's um, by a very small, owned by a very small startup, yeah. technology startup. Up and coming Microsoft. Microsoft. Um, don't know what they do. Probably everything. Bunch of losers, probably. Actually, I think they do do everything. Um, the, yeah, I've actually, while I've been at LinkedIn, I've interviewed four times. Within, I interviewed for this. Within? Like, like I interviewed for a job at LinkedIn. Well, I thought they just gave you the jobs. You had to actually interview each time. Every time. Oh, yeah, boy. every time. So I... Interviewed to get the original job. Interviewed to get a permanent job because I come, came on as a contractor. Mm-hmm. Got that. Then interviewed for another job, which I didn't get. And then I interviewed again for the current job I'm in. So I had four. Right. I had four interviews. I'm, I'm three for four, baby. I'm, yeah. I'm batting seven, 75%. Okay, here. so I was pretty close with changing job four times in like the last two years. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was a good guess. Because I thought it was four for some reason. You must but have I looked at my LinkedIn profile. I must have looked at your LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, LinkedIn.com slash... Lucas Main, Lucas Dash Main, actually. Lucas Dash Main. Mine's Tim Main. Okay, all one word. Only one M. Oh, Tim Main. Tim Main is obviously my full name, but yeah. Tim Main was taken with two M's. So I was like, "Fuck, what do I do?" And I was like, "Take one M out," <laughs> and it worked. It worked. Um, so yeah, look us up on LinkedIn. Hit me up on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, see what we've been up to. Take some examples from my profile, or don't. 
It actually is. Once you start to understand what it's used for, you realize, oh, it is actually useful. It's extremely useful. It's more useful than like Facebook is, except for some Facebook things. Marketplace is actually pretty good. I would say I would I would give credit to to Facebook Marketplace for definitely building. I don't know a cult following, like actually being useful. Yeah, I can agree that with that. Marketplace is also it's a little more streamlined than. Like Craigslist, for example, yeah. and it gives you suggestions based on what you've already looked at. And people on there are very efficient yeah. when they come to buy stuff from you. Like every time I posted something, they're like, I can be there in two hours. You're like, holy shit, thank you. I'm already there. <laughs> this Wait, is what? fantastic. <laughs> like it makes selling stuff secondhand way easier. Yeah. Um, so, like, I never thought I'd say this, but thank you, Daddy Zuckerberg. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Zucker. Uh, but for everything else, you're destroying our culture and our society. So, <laughs> so stop that. But uh, keep Marketplace alive. Yeah. Yeah, because that's yeah. doing great. Yeah, because we were, we were talking before about Virage sales, another option. Craigslist, you already mentioned. Mm-hmm. eBay's big, still big for selling um, yeah. used that's items. That's more like, I would say, international. Whereas, like, if you want your community or even on your in your country, it's, it's tough. Correct. Um, Kijiji, ever used Kijiji before? Not popular in the UK at all. It's only Canadian, I think. It's a Canadian thing. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was a Canadian company. And certain cities will use Kijiji over Craigslist in like an incredible amount. So when I lived in Regina, I found the place I rented through Kijiji. And then I realized, oh, everyone in Regina just uses Kijiji because that's like the culture is has that's adapted their to stuff. That. Yeah. Whereas if you come back to Vancouver, nobody uses Kijiji. Like you try no. to find a rental on there, there's four rentals available in a city of two and a half million people, and you're like, oh, because everyone's putting them on Craigslist mm-hmm. or, or or Facebook or whatever else. That may have changed since. There's two and a half million people in Vancouver. Uh, two point four six at the last census. Is that BC or is that Vancouver? I thought it was that's Vancouver. VC is five and a half million. Oh, damn. Uh, folks, I used to be a tour guide. Let me tell you about some yeah. fucking facts here. Um, Los Angeles, the greater Los Angeles area, has a greater population than British Columbia and Alberta and maybe Saskatchewan combined. How many people live in Los Angeles? Just over 8 million. Yeah, London maybe? Like I said, 9 point something. Yeah. So, but England can fit Since into, we're measuring erectness. Maybe not England, but even the British Isles can fit into British Columbia four times. Correct. Landmass wise. We are dense. Those fucking facts for you. We're stupid too. Um, We are stupid. Uh, Even though it is British Columbia and it was colonized by the British, it was originally discovered by, not discovered, but originally visited by the Spanish in 1791. What, they checked it out? They're like, no thanks. Yeah, you know the beach, Spanish Banks, was named by a Spanish captain after his home country. (laughs) He's like, oh, a bank. I like Spain. And fun a fact, Spanish bank. That is why English Bay is called English Bay because George Vancouver met up with the Spanish. They worked together for a while and he was like, what, Spanish bank? English Bay. Ooh. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, so fun facts for you. Anyone who's from Vancouver listening? The two people who still listen. The two people from Vancouver is probably Tanner yeah. and who else? Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's it. Nice job, Lynn. Yeah, nice job, Lynn. Good to have you around. Wonder Boys Podcast. Wonder Boys Podcast. Speaking of Lynn, I saw uh, Ashton last night Mm. um, related to Lynn in some way. Yes, I think so. Yeah. And uh, we were actually, we saw Colton as well. And Colton hasn't been into like the center of Ladner for, he said six years because his mom lives out near D's now. Um, or does he need groceries or what? Well, so he lives in Vancouver. Oh, for um, sure. And he, uh, 
hadn't been back into like Ladner Center. He didn't know that there was a DQ in town. In town. And he also didn't know that there was a triple O's in town. Like, yeah. Well, those are fairly recent additions, especially because he was overseas for a while, right? Yeah, he was overseas for a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, the DQ's is like three years, maybe four years. Yeah. Whereas the triple O's only opened last year during right. the pandemic, I think it was. Question it. Um, so I've only been to the triple O's like twice. I thought I'd be going all the time, but because of the COVID stuff. Just haven't. And like my employment situation, which may I say has been tenuous uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to use another T word tumultuous tumultuous yeah, yeah maybe that's tenuous a better one is good because tumultuous is like yeah tenuous is maybe uh, not the right word you're correct I nailed Fuck. it that may, may, that's why my employment situation is tumultuous you're using incorrect tumultuous. adjectives <laughs> <laughs> I'm using poor adjectives <laughs> Fuck. my English teacher was right you um, won't survive without these adverbs. God no! damn it. <laughs> Yeah. I yeah, didn't believe it. No, it hasn't been. It's actually been, I've been extremely fortunate, but um, compared to what maybe a lot of people have had to struggle with, uh, especially during COVID. But um, yeah, I haven't gone to triple O's that much. It's like all the stuff that I thought when they open it up nearby, like Tawasa Mills Mall. Yeah. Like I, at first I was, I was like, nah, maybe that's dumb. Now go there for shit all the time. The Tawasa Mills Mall. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I mean, I don't buy shit from the mall, but I go to like like the Canadian Tire there. Yeah. There's a Rona there. Go buy some hardware shit. Tim, Tim's a full-on homeowner. He built stuff. He built Yeah, I built like a little cat. Um, riser. I want to see, yeah, riser is a good word for it. It's the first thing I've ever like drilled wood together for though. So like, I'm, I'm yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Back to the erectness. Back to erect vampires, am I right? <laughs> Twilight Four. Wait, no, there were four of those. Twilight, Twilight Five. five. Wait, were there erect. five of those I have movies? No idea. Twilight Six. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. I have no idea. Erect Vampires. Return of the Erect Vampires. Yeah. Um, no, Night of the Erect Vampires. I think that's a good. Uh, anyways, go on. Night of the Erect. Yeah, not Night of the Dead. Her. Night of the Erect. Better <laughs> <laughs> watch your fucking back. There's <laughs> <laughs> boogers everywhere. <laughs> Oh, no. There's a movie Sarah and I watched. Um, what We Do in the Shadows? No. I have seen that, though. That's very good. It's very good. I think it's called The Dead Don't Die. Have you ever seen that? No. It's Adam Driver and Bill Murray playing cops in the small town in, like, Ohio or something. And um, and I don't know what happens. There's, like, some kind of space space anomaly that causes the dead to rise from the grave. And it's this like weird dry comedy spoof satire slash also kind of dark and serious black comedy, I guess you could call it. And it's so weird. I still don't know. I watched we watched it weeks ago and I still don't know if I liked it. What is it called again? The Dead Don't Die. Adam Driver. We were on the Adam He's Driver. Great in everything though. We were on the Adam Driver hype train before John Oliver jumped in there and Yeah. Um I think everyone should be because he's incredible he is incredible and he is just a mountain of a man bend me over this coffee table you you horse of a man <laughs> that john oliver says that's pretty yeah, 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 yeah he always does like weird sexual stuff and he's asked him he was like adam drivers asked him to stop be like these are getting really yeah, these weird. are getting out of hand he's like <laughs> would you just yeah he can't help himself i love it no but he's really good he's in this new movie coming out with uh, matt damon ben affleck about this 
like French French Knights or something. Oh, there's that. There's also the House of Gucci. He's is it the House of Gucci? He's about to be in. Yeah, I think so. That that he plays the actual dudes in everything now. Dudes, dudes in everything. He deserves it. He's great. Absolutely. Um, him and Oscar Isaac's really good. And he's, yeah, two he's Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars guys. Back. Oh, thank God we got Star Wars. Fucking got to get Star Wars in there, man. <laughs> it's about time we got here because we got these man crushes on these two, <sighs> these two boys. I know, big fans, um, big fans. Yeah, what else can we talk about? Oh yeah, well, one of my jobs that I got during the pandemic, uh, I was in a helicopter doing. Traffic. Oh, you guys, wait. Let me let me introduce you. This is Tim yeah. Main of Global One. I'm in a I'm in a, I'm on the television, folks. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, not anymore, actually, because I I left that because I was I was done with it. <laughs> Although I do think about it often. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd go. I, I was just a weekend guy, so go out and do traffic on the weekends, which everyone knows there's no fucking traffic on the weekends. Um, oh, there was some type of traffic. Yeah, occasionally, like if the weather was terrible, there's people crashing all over the place. That's always fun. People was, love a good car crash. Yeah, one time we we had uh, it was like a cold snap overnight, and in the morning. All the rain that had happened the day before, like the moisture from the day before, had frozen into like these ice sheets on the road. Yeah. The and standing water became black. Became black ice. ice yeah. And it was nuts because we went to this one crash first thing in the morning at like 730 in the morning. That was there until we landed at 10 o'clock because it was like a 15 car pileup. Because one car just kept crashing into another one, just kept crashing into another one, because they were all piling up, because they couldn't, <laughs> none of them could stop on this ice. That's and like, uh, have you ever seen that video of like downtown Montreal? I think it is, where it's like the bus sliding yeah, down the, the hill. Yeah, the bus sliding down the oh, hill. That's brutal. And then the cop car is like, whoop, 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 yeah, whoop, down he's, the hill. He's like, trying, he's like, everyone get out of the fucking way. <laughs> he's sliding down the hill. That's exactly what that sounds like. Yeah. So her and I went to Montreal at the tail end of winter once. Nice. It was, it was good, because everything, everything was quiet. It's cold there. But some things were not as fun because it was cold. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting, though. I did enjoy it. It's a nice city. I'd like to go back in the summertime. Can't confirm it's nice in the summer. Because we climbed up Montreal. Montreal. We didn't climb up. We took the bus like partway up, and then we climbed the rest of the way. Um, Wait, you're telling me Sarah took the bus? Are you joking? You didn't have to well, hike the Mostly because there was like, ice and snow everywhere. Right. <laughs> and then we're like, maybe not a good idea. Yeah. Um, so we went up part of the way and then we, we hiked all the way down, which was great. That's chill. Downhill is way easier. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed Montreal. Yeah. Montreal's a great city. So, I highly recommend visiting. We were there the same weekend that the Harlem Glo- Globetrotters were there. So we, and part of me was like, I really want to fucking go to this. This would be great. And then we didn't. Uh-huh. Have you uh, ever been? Yeah, we went to uh, Yeah, I was going to say, didn't we go? We went to Rogers Arena once. Yeah, we went to That was really fun. And I knew how fun it was. I was like, man, I want to go back and watch this again. Uh, but it was like, you know, they were, happen- they were playing that night. So right. when, I, when I realized that they were in town, and it's like, oh, yeah, now you're going to buy it's tickets late. for like $150 a piece. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather not. Um, or you could just stand next to the scalper and be like, it's five minutes past the start time. Yeah, dude. Let's fucking cut that sell that, uh, sell that ticket someone. I'll take it for 40% of your asking. Yeah. Well, Bill Burr's coming to Vancouver next June. June 25th. And June I, was, something. I was going to buy tickets yesterday because I had a pre-sale code. Um, from, I had two, actually. I had one from Just for Laps and one from him as well on his Instagram. But I went on and like, yeah, of course, he's, it's, I, I think it's worth the price. Like the, the bleachers or the bleeders were 60 bucks. But okay. then by the time you get to the checkout, 
like you're throwing so many fees and and surcharges on there. It's another twenty dollars per ticket. Yep. Yeah, but Tim, you don't understand. Like those Ticketmaster and all those big companies oh, those have so much work to do in getting you that ticket. It's wor- they have. It's all 20- digital. The only option was digital delivery. But Tim, you don't understand. It's hard for them. They said pick your delivery method, and I was like, okay. And then there's one option. It says go mobile. I was like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I guess I'm going mobile. I was checking the battery. I did charge it last night. I was like, can I charge the laptop? Are we going to run out of juice yeah. here? No, I think it'll work. Sweet. Um, yeah, Bill Borobic, we saw him at the Just for Last Festival uh, a few years ago. Queen Elizabeth Theater. In the Queen Elizabeth Theater. But he's playing Theater. an arena now. I know. That's why when I heard it on the radio, I was like, damn. I think that's why it's Ticketmaster too, because um, I know the Just for Last Festival, they used Eventbrite. Yeah, was the, that's right. Was the organizer, which are, they're way better. Not as expensive, works just as well. And there is an option, I think, to actually pick tickets up. Yeah. Which, thank you. Yeah. So it's way easier to resell them. Yeah. Actually, now, like, mobile transfers are pretty easy, but, yeah, fucking Ticketmaster, you can suck a big dick. Yeah, I've got a good story about now that we're on. We'll, we'll open up the Rage Cage just for this. Yeah, for Ticketmaster. Uh, fuck. For a Ticketmaster. I feel like we should get, like, some sort of, like, drop here that just you get like, like a reverse sponsor <laughs> like just start emailing this podcast to Ticketmaster every day like you fucking douchebags uh, I was trying to buy so Wimbledon happened this year in London the tournament the tennis tournament and they were only doing limited uh, the what tournament the tennis tournament and it's called what again Wimbledon Wimbledon never heard of it never heard of it no. oh let me break it down for you <laughs> uh, um, the all white dress because there's not just white people there there used to only be white people there let me tell you yeah, i know england yes yes, yes we don't well, i mean there was the staff in the basement mm-hmm. you know, but they're not allowed outside ever um yeah so there was a limited tickets i'm part of the like club or like pre-sale people pre-sale. i was i'm on their email list just purely to get tickets for wimbledon so anyways uh-huh. get email it's like oh get you got here's your code lucas for just you getting tickets because we're only limiting because usually they sell tickets at the door. You can go to the door and just line up and, and buy tickets. General admission. Door, just like, general admission tickets. Great. So they didn't do that this year because of COVID. So yeah. they were like, only this number Guarantee of Guarantee that's never going to be the same ever again. They're never going to do that ever again. Correct. I've, I've, There's a lot of stuff that because of the pandemic, we're never going to do that ever again. Uh, I hope that comes back because basically with Ticketmaster, I had this code. I was on at the time. I had to be on at the time. I'd picked tickets. I'd gone to the checkout. I'd pressed checkout. And the wheels just spun. And I, basically, I'd done nothing wrong. Basically, I just got an error message from Ticketmaster that says, we're experiencing a lot of traffic at the moment. Fuck and you. so, fuck you, you don't have any tickets. I was like, okay, fine. I'll just go back and find new tickets. No yeah. problem. All sold out. Go fuck yourself, Lucas. And there was a big backlash about it. And it was literally, the Ticketmaster's excuse was, we weren't expecting that much load. For one of the biggest sporting events in the world. (laughs) Your whole fucking job is that you sell tickets online and you weren't expecting that kind of load. Oh my God. Somebody fucking find an Eventbrite, a competitor's... Somebody needs to knock these guys off of their stupid high horse. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. Well, I think Pearl Jam's really adamant against Ticketmaster... And they mostly, when they go to arenas, they sell their own tickets. Oh, they, they used to because I don't think they can anymore because a lot of the arenas have deals with Ticketmaster. With Ticketmaster. And if they want to play arenas, then they have to work with Ticketmaster. Yeah. But for a while, they were 
selling their own tickets directly to fans. They said you can only buy them at our website. Sweet. If you buy them anywhere else, they're fake. Uh, and and I was like, great, this is awesome. But I think they got sued or something by their event mm, organizer. I would, I would, I'll, I'll go get a law degree and defend those guys. That's Fuck yeah. sick. Fuck, I would buy a Pearl Jam ticket. I like like a handful of their songs, yeah. and I don't like live music, but I'll suffer for them because <laughs> they're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another rage cage with that. Talking about things that are like ridiculous are real estate agents. Um, yeah. I don't know what the. I'm going to look this up because I thought about it the other day. Because you know, when you buy a place. You have to pay a fee or a cut to a real estate agent for them literally just doing the paperwork. Mm. They are the biggest example yeah. of a redundant. Well, doesn't come out of the sale price, so the seller basically pays them both. No, it depends on how the contract. Yeah, yeah, it depends on how the contract. Anyway, um, they are a redundant service since the oh, internet. Absolutely, hundred percent. The internet Sarah made the them day. redundant. Yeah, um, and so I just want to look up how much it costs to get my real estate license. And is that cheaper yeah. than paying a real a yeah, realtor yeah. for their time? I don't think get the me time wrong. Commi- you wouldn't even need a real estate license to sell and buy your own properties. I don't think. There you go. Like I think selling, you're allowed to do sell sales on your own. Yep. Um, and of course, you're allowed to buy on your own. I think a lot of people just recommend it because of the, all the paperwork and stuff. That, that's if what you, I mean. There's if you a lot get of the paperwork. paperwork from some other source, then that's fine. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is if I can get the real estate, like, or the realtor's, like, training no, manual. Notary or, or lawyer, lawyer does all the work anyways. That's right. Exactly. They do all the I just work. pay my two grand or whatever for the paperwork to get done by a lawyer. Yeah. Make Someone sure who check it. has a law degree who yeah. went to university for, like, eight years. For an eternity. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my other, that's my other rage cage is, uh Yeah. Sarah and I were discussing this the other day because especially where we're living now in Ladner and just the metro Vancouver area in general. And now it, it seems like a lot of Canada as well is following suit. Yeah, Prices are being artificially inflated. Now, this is a little bit of my own opinion. It's not a 100% informed opinion. I've read a little bit about it, but I've also let, read other people's opinions and just been like, yeah, those are good. I'll take those. Yeah, absolutely. Do your um, own research. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like to me like everyone is like saying, has always been saying, Real estate's a great investment. Buy a house, rent it out to somebody. Blah blah blah. Buy a house, you know, buy another one, rent it out to somebody. Use the equity from the existing property to buy another property, rent it out. And that's all well and good, but it's like every time property is resold now, everyone tacks on a little bit of extra. Like, oh, I want my profit money. Like, yeah. Um, so there's a unit that went up for sale in town recently. It is similar to the one I'm in now. It's like 800 square feet, two bedrooms, one bathroom. Except the one, I, the one I'm talking about is actually bigger. It's a thousand as opposed to eight hundred where I am now. So it's a thousand, two bedroom, one bathroom, really nice building, well maintained, close to the center of town. So yeah, it's a little bit more expensive than this one would be, um, but it is. It sold in 2016 for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which yeah, you know, just some small chunk, chunk of change. change. Yeah. Um, and then their listing price now is six hundred and fifty thousand. So in five years, it's gone up two hundred thousand dollars or something. It's had a forty-four percent increase on the website. Forty-four percent. I was like, in what, what commodity goes up fifty percent in five years? Yeah. Like, and we shouldn't treat. Not that housing is a commodity. That's what I'm trying to say. Is it shouldn't be treated like a commodity. No. Like, um, like gold. Like you buy it gold be a for it to appreciate exactly. to sell it. Like you shouldn't buy a house just to think like, oh, in a couple of years it's going to be worth a shitload of money. I'm going to sell it. It's like people need places to live, man. Like correct. 
there's a realtor who lived upstairs who sold his unit recently. He lived here for two years, sold the unit. I assume he's moving to a much bigger place. He sold it for like almost 100000 more than he bought it two years before because the pandemic just accelerated the the prices because of low more low interest rates on mortgages. And yep. Fucking insane, man. It's what people have been talking about for 20 years is going to be a bubble that's a bubble. going to burst. But thus far, we haven't it's seen it. It's not going to burst. I just think it's going to become unsustainable. And yeah, I guess that is the burst. But it, there's all these people who are becoming realtors who are realtors who are actively involved in it. And while they may not be maliciously pumping the prices up, they're right. definitely saying, hey, you know this assessed value? This place I looked up the assessed value because all that stuff's public record. It's 531000 So they're listing it for 110000 more or 120000 more than the assessed value, which is not always a bad thing because maybe you've done work to it since it was assessed. Sure, yeah, yeah. But it was only assessed a year ago by the province. Um, mm-hmm. So... Like either the realtors telling them that, even the sellers telling them that, or they're looking at the market and thinking, "Hey, everyone else is selling it for this much. Why don't we fucking do that?" That's right. And that's a problem. It's a problem that all of us are perpetuating, and all of us need to solve. And that's the end of the range. But that's not all. Of, it's not for all of us to solve. It's for the government to help step in and regulate. Yeah, most and, of them are property owners, though. They're not going to exactly, do exactly. Exactly. Um, Once all the old people start dying, please start doing that. So, <laughs> uh, we'll be good to go. Well, but, I don't think that's true. I think like their families will be okay because yeah, they'll yeah. inherit the houses and the money that the houses will bring. Yeah, and then families who don't own property will will live in a renting cycle for the rest of eternity. Yeah, there's something in um, in the UK called. It's like the concept is called old money. Yeah, and it's that. literally just families that have owned, had wealth since like generations. It's like ago. a queen's family. That's exactly what they it's are. It's just called old money because literally their money's just been accumulating wealth, and their properties have been accumulating wealth for forever. Like kids go to university for a degree that in basket weaving or whatever it is, yeah, and then just end up living off their parents' fortune for the rest of their lives, which is. Wild. That's one thing that gets me about. Um, you see, do you hear the story about this girl who went missing in Wyoming? Oh yeah, the van uh, life. The van life yeah, people. Yeah. So you, van you life. That. People. I'm gonna just gonna close the door. Yeah, I just wanted to bring up not just this missing girl because obviously it's a tragedy. Well, she's not missing; she was murdered. But um, it's a big tragedy. And um, and of course, I have sympathy for the family and everybody. But yeah, for Tim's like the thought process there, he was doing two things. He was getting the sugar out. Of I him. was getting the sugar, and I was like trying to remember what I was, what my point Liming. was. Van life, um, do it. Yeah, this kind of sucks about this this girl's murder. But I wanted to talk about van life, not this woman in particular, and like all these people online who are posting like, "Here's how to like convert a van. Here's how to live in a van. We live in a van and we love it." And it's funny because I found one of them. This couple like lives in Hawaii or something, which already pretty nice. Um, they are a van life yes. couple and then they just they posted a photo about oh we bought a house like we're so grateful to our realtor blah blah we bought a house I'm like aren't you van life people like these van life people buy these $80,000 Mercedes Sprinter vans and convert them into a van like a van to live in and then they travel around because they don't really have need a job because they have lots of money and then they buy houses as they're you know when I'm done with my van I can just go back and live in my house in Hawaii and shit like that and you're like and they're like, you can do it too. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't fucking do this. Like, 
There's a, oh, not just van life, but any of this like influencer stuff where like you can do this. It's totally doable. I'm like, it is absolutely not doable for most of us. You can have six pack abs if you don't eat food and work yeah, out four that's times too, a these day. Fitness people like all these like uh, influencer people like starting fitness businesses and they're like, just do what we do. And they're doing like their fitness. Oh, sorry. They're doing their fitness classes from like Mallorca in Spain or something, or they're like fucking on a, an island in Mexico, and you're like. I can't, I can't do this. Um, what? I'm going to get a <laughs> Just can't. piece of paper to clean this up. <laughs> Tim, Tim had a bit of a coffee incident. No, I think that's me as well. I'm I'm in the like, I hate, I love looking at them on, don't get me wrong. I love the, I love the, the fitness, fitness people. Well, you live vicariously through them a little bit, right? Absolutely. That's, it's part of wish for fulfill- fulfillment. That's part of why I think I look at it too. It's like, man, I wish I could just have, this like all day every day i could go like fucking drive a van to my hawaiian house and and fucking go on trips all the time even during a global pandemic and so on but wait uh, you can't do that tim oh right we talked about how that's impossible well, I mean, you to have to do. pay for tests and yeah you know oh that's right yeah those cost money money and yeah stuff like that and, oh no during the, the pandemic definitely made the rich richer and made the poor much much poor yeah um so I'm glad we definitely, we have systems in place that'll make that correct itself over. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we don't. We're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> no doom and gloom on the Wonder Boys podcast. This is a, this is a professional, professional podcast. Yeah. And I'm not in the habit of, of slagging employers, but I'll, I'll take a moment to slag employers freezing wage increases during the pandemic. It's not right. It ain't right. Um, a lot of businesses are still plugging along. Of course, not like restaurants and stuff. Those types of businesses obviously struggle, and a lot of others are struggling as well. But certain businesses are not. They're probably making the same money money they did before, but they're choosing not to give their employees increases, even if they deserve them. And that's not right. Amen. And that's not directed at anyone in particular. No, it doesn't sound I, like uh, it. That I know. No, I've, okay. heard, I've just heard stories of people having a tough time during COVID and then employers basically the first thing it always happens in many businesses is, Oh, we have an expense that we need to cut. Let's make it the employees first. Why don't you cut yeah. other expenses first? And yeah, I was one of those people who was laid off and I don't have any hard feelings against the company that did lay me off. I would actually go back to work for them. If, yeah, yeah. if ever that was a different situation though, that was like, yeah, they didn't have any work for you to do. Yeah. All the business like shut down. It was tourism based. And when no one's coming in for tourism or no one within your own country is even traveling for tourism, you, you can't operate. So that's fair. But um, like companies that continue to operate but chose that, you know, said that to your employees, oh, you're either going to have to take a pay cut or, you know, you're not getting a, your annual raise. And when inflation's now exploding because of government spending, having to kind of pick up the pieces for all these people got laid off. You know, it's kind of like a vicious cycle. Like, we're all going to start to lose money and get paid less than we were before. Though. Bank of Canada, are you listening? We've solved the economic crisis just there. There's your problem. Solve it. Yeah, no, it's not It's not them. It's more the culture. It's like uh, restaurant owners complaining about people, like, not wanting to work. They're, they're lazy, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, they're not willing to work for less than minimum Penance. wage or minimum wage, which yeah. is no longer sustainable. It's not a living wage. Exactly. People compare living wage and li- minimum wage all the time, but... I think that is actually a valid argument. It is. It minimum is absolutely. wage here is not a living wage. Nope. For most parts of British Columbia, I would say. I'll give the UK a bit of props there. There's a good culture of living wa- like pay a living wage. Yeah. Don't pay. The- sure, the minimum wage is X, but you should be paying the living wage, which yeah. is Y. Yeah. Right? People like hear minimum wage and think like that is a 
Like, that should be good. good you wage. should be fine to it live be on fine. that. Minimum. No, minimum is a, not a good word. You should be. It yeah. should be nominal wage. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. is nominal the right word? I have no idea. Adjectives, man. They're not my strong suit. <laughs> if you made it through to connect those two things together, if you listen this long, congratulations. Congrats. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good uh, callback. Good callback. I'm going to coast on that one for a while. For for days. What do we have for, uh, for time here? How long have we... 45, but I left it run for like 10 minutes at the start. Right, right, right. So like probably like 35. Okay, well, we got lots of time to shoot your sh- shoot the shit a bit more. Um, what have I... Oh, that was... I was going to say was coming back to getting used to the tipping culture too, talking about that like minimum wage. Like in the UK, there's generally when you go out for dinner, there's a 12.5% like service charge included in the bill. Oh, okay. So that's part of the bill. So you don't tip Supplements extra on top. the uh, employee wage, right? A little bit, but they have... They're paid a good wage anyway. So they're yeah, not... Probably because that restaurant takes that 12% fee and like uses it. that to help pay them more. That's right. Well, ideally... Oh, hello, Bob. Um, and so that part coming back to Canada and, and for this trip has been uh, interesting to get used to with the uh, the tipping and and having to calculate... at the, Like, why am I doing the math on how much I believe your service is worth? Yeah. Right? Why am I, as a customer, doing? I'm I'm the customer. I'm. What other industry do you decide at the end of receiving a service or product How much to add more to the person who got it to you? Yeah, just charge the appropriate amount. Like when yep. I go buy eggs, the egg farmers have said to the store, "Sell them for this much," and the store's like, "All right, all right, <laughs> like, cool, Sounds good." Or they've done, the egg farmers said, it costs a dollar to buy this egg. The store's like, I'll buy it for a dollar. I'll sell it for a dollar twenty. We're all happy. Yeah. But but we're now saying, okay, it's a dollar. We're selling it for a dollar twenty. And if you feel like it, you can buy that egg for, for an, an, yeah, exactly, for an 18 to 20. Because that's the other thing that blew my mind coming back this time was, the minimum tip on machines now is 18%. How the fuck are they getting away with... Is that true with? in the UK or... No, here, coming here. Like coming That's to, true. I was going to bring that up. Coming to Canada is... Um, well, sometimes it's 15, but it's never 10. It's never 10. It's never 12. And I've, the number of times I've pressed four, because it's four in those interact other. fucking machines for other, <laughs> and been like nine. One better. Yeah. I've like, I don't like... what what Yeah, 9%, whatever it is, just yeah. throwing something out there. Well, the other day, we, Sarah and I went to a, a farmer's market, and they had a food truck there, and the food truck had a tip option. And I was like, you haven't made the food yet, man. Like, how do I fucking know? Right? Have a tip jar, bro. Am I, am I, exactly, am I tipping you to make me a better burrito? Is that what, is that what I'm about to do? Yeah. Well, that actually is true in some cases. I've noticed in our local Domino's, if you uh, throw a tip on there, even if it's only a dollar, they do treat you better when you come pick the pizza up. <laughs> They're nicer to you. Honestly, I've tried it. Um, and then, you know, it's not their fault. They're only getting paid minimum wage. These poor people are struggling. That's right. Um, like, so I can get it. I get it if they uh, they need the extra little... Yeah, zhuzh. if you're relying, as someone would, right? Like, you expect as a server, as a bartender or whatever, you're expecting a certain amount of wage. If that certain amount is, by in general, 18%, right, on top of somebody's bill, mm-hmm. you can do the math on what you're usually going to get. If somebody shorts you on that, as somebody who would, like, if somebody shorted me, I would be a little bit ticked, wouldn't you? I would be, I have been in that situation, and I have felt a little cheated, because right. 
for example, I when I used to tour guide, it was sometimes customary. I wouldn't say that I expected it, but I would say it was a something that many people did was tip me at the end of the day. And sometimes throughout the day, you have people like constantly singing your praises, like, "Oh, it's been so much fun. We've really enjoyed it." And you can tell it's because they're they're not planning to give you money at the end of the day. And I was like, "I, I get that. You know, that's fine. That's fine." Um, and you don't have to feel obligated because the tours weren't cheap. Some of them, like the Victoria Day tour, was like over two hundred and something dollars. So right. it's it pretty pricey for one day, um, especially when there's no meals included. Like they still have to take mm-hmm. care of their own food. So, um, so I can I can I can get that, but. Uh, but for me, before the service has been delivered, asking for yeah, extra money, it's exactly. Like, I don't know about that, bro. Yeah, it's like coffee know. shops that de- do that a lot now as well. And you're like, yeah, mm. and, then, and they're going to use the excuse like, oh, we can't have a tip jar anymore because of COVID. It's like the other day I went to buy something with cash. Like, sorry, we don't accept cash. I'm like, cash is legal tender. You're actually not allowed to. You're not allowed to say it. you're not allowed. Exactly. I'm just being a nice guy by saying, fine, here, take the credit card instead. Um, but I'm not going to be that fucking guy who's like, oh, cash is legal tender. You can't refuse it. Like, there's people behind me. I'm going to get yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not here to waste or like to annoy someone who's only getting paid $15 an hour That's in right. a city where it costs $20 an hour to live. Like, fucking, <laughs> That's it. Um, that's it. Yeah. But that's it. That's been, it's been an interesting, not culture shock. I get it is a bit of culture shock coming back and being like, oh, yeah, wow, I forgot that people aren't paid a fair wage here um, and that I'm supplementing it. Yeah, and it's interesting because it's they've, the current government that was just reelected, the provincial government, has been like rapidly increasing the minimum wage and mm. people are so against it. And I'm like, how could you fucking be against it? Yeah. Like, are you insane? They're like, well, teenagers only are earning like $15 when I earned, I earned $7 when I was their age. I was like, yeah, because things were half as expensive back then. That's right. We're just talking about that $100,000 increase on property that doesn't just magically Fuck. appear. Like, dude. Yeah. And not like someone on $15 an hour could ever afford that. Right. Anyways, like right. a condo minimum in this town I've noticed is like $450,000. Yeah. For a one bedroom. For a one bedroom. So what? A 10% down payment is $40,000. How do you say $40,000 on $15 an hour? You don't. When the government takes three of that, $3. Like or $4 or whatever it is, however yeah. much the tax rate is at yeah. that income. Yeah, you don't. That's the thing. That's where I, anyways, the long majority of short. this has been a rage case. Yeah. <laughs> the majority. Long story short. Um, now you, I think it'd be interesting to go back to what our, well, I know what our first uh, podcast was about. It was about how we bless the rains. I bet it rains down in Africa. Yeah. We had a big discussion um, about that. That is definitely, yeah, Toto. I can remember that distinctly, but it'd be interesting to see how our conversation topics have changed over the years as we've gotten a little bit older and more um, angry at everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're currently angry at uh, the price prop, price of property and how that's skyrocketing. It's four years ago when we five years ago when we started this. Like, what yeah. were we angry about back then? Probably like I don't know the price of alcohol in, in a store or something. Maybe you let more than me, but yeah. uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a drinker. Yeah. No, no. But yeah. That's not a problem. Don't worry about it. That's the Wonder Boys podcast. You come here for the randomness and we deliver every time. Her for us, maybe for her. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it might be getting picked up. It is very light. Yeah. That's my cat purring. That's also what happened. Uh, well, maybe he was on the last podcast. I maybe did mention him. Yeah, we did because we call, the episode was called Tim's Fat Cat. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> 
Yes, we he did, is fat. Did. I took him to the vet last week. They said he's three kilograms overweight. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot. That's a lot of kilograms for a cat who only weighs nine 15. kilograms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's like a third of his body weight. Shouldn't be there. Don't worry, he's on a diet now. We're going to exercise him. Good, yeah, because the, the, the description of the last podcast was, um, this quarantine podcast is everything you live for in an episode recorded during the pandemic. Tim tries to read and Lucas doesn't look at his phone. Tim's fat cat Bobby makes an appearance and we have no social media following as a result. So, Fantastic. Tim's fat cat, baby. That's Tim's glorious. fat cat. Absolutely yeah. glorious. So glorious. But um, but yeah, it's been fun to get back and, and do this again. I'm, and do a rage cage. Do a rage. And yeah. then maybe a podcast yeah. as well. <laughs> That's it. Well, we maybe. I mean, I think we should try and spur this up. We could do it digitally. A lot of podcasts. One of my favorite podcasts, the uh, Jessel Nick and Rosenthal Vanity Project. They're all digital. JRVP. They are. Uh, they all do it. Um, they all sit in their own house and do it digitally. Um, their producer doesn't do as good of a job as Tim and I do um, editing it because sometimes Greg Rosenthal will pop his peas when he's oh, telling really? a, a story. I'm a professional audio editor for TimTheMain.com. TimMain.com. Uh, you can also go to LucasMain.com. And I was going to say earlier on the LinkedIn thing, and we were talking about if you've been struggling during um, pandemic, if you're looking for a new work or anything, do not hesitate to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Tell me, hey, Lucas, I... Uh, Big Danny Microsoft. Uh, yeah, just tell me, hey, Lucas... Uh, I heard you on your podcast. Um, would love to get some tips on my LinkedIn profile. I'm happy to give you anything and anything that you would desire if you made it this far into our 45 minute rage case. Yeah, and if you're if you're looking for a voiceover service or audio editor, podcast editor, I could do that as well. TimothyMain.com. I'm not going to do it for free though. It will be paid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, depends no, on how much I like you. There will be a scale on my likeness scale. How much I charge you? So. Oh. And do they get to find out where they fall on the scale? Uh, absolutely, yes. Is that secret pricing? And they no, just that get? is absolutely. This is how much I like you, and this is how much it will cost. As a result, I have calculated <laughs> this is how much it will cost. Um, no, no. I, uh, I think I, I'm, I'm game to do some pro bono work um, for, the right, for the right thing. Boner. Pro boner work. <laughs> Back to the erect vampires. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm good for doing some pro bono work. <laughs> I feel like you could say that in a business meeting or or something just casually. Yeah, we could totally do it pro bono if you want. <laughs> I'm sorry, you mean pro boner? I'm like, yeah, pro boner. That's what I meant. No, you should certainly you mean no, pro you bono. Mean pro bono, like like bono. Yeah, pro boner. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm saying. I'm very pro boner. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh, well, thanks. Fart jokes. Thanks for hopefully the best part I was discovered as well from working digitally, like from home, is doing jokes in like a training session or something for work. And people have no idea. How to well, work. I have no idea <laughs> if they're landing or not because majority of people would turn their camera off and whatnot, and everyone's muted. Yeah. So you just send this joke out there, and it's like nothing. <laughs> dead air. Like, did it land? Don't know. I did a Don't thing know. on the air yesterday because I'm doing radio reports now. And I said, because uh, there wasn't a lot of traffic going on. There's like one thing that was serious. And then there's another thing. I was like, oh, there's some geese on the road in Vancouver near Science World. So if, you, if you're going through there, just be careful. But if you don't, like gooses. Traffic. Heads up in Richmond. There's a stall on Highway 91, the east-west connector. It's westbound near number seven road, partially in the left lane. And no other major issues, although we did get reports of some geese on the road in Vancouver, Quebec Street near Science World. So use caution through there or don't. I don't know what your history with gooses is geese getting your flu shot at the pharmacy or something like that and then i paused i was like 
geese. <laughs> and then I, I went back. I saved it and I uploaded it. But uh, maybe I can I can edit it in here because it's a, it was on live radio. It's yours. Yeah, I, that's one thing I uh, missed about the helicopter. There's less opportunity to uh, to do funny shit because I'm not working on the weekends. <laughs> there's actually too much stuff to talk about sometimes. Right. Because one time I remember doing on the weekends, all we would do was go find a bridge, say the bridge is doing well, and we'd fly to the next bridge. Or we'd fly to a construction site. So one weekend we're going to a construction site that was on a railway. They were fixing the railway on Renfrew Street or Rupert, one of the two. Fixing the crossing there. And I I got to do, I don't know how I said it, but I remember kind of working into that nursery rhyme, you know, I've been working on the railroad, or it's a song. Yeah, I think it's a song. I don't think it's a nursery rhyme. All the live long day. So I was like, these boys have been working on this railroad all the live long day, and they're going to be here until tomorrow as well. And apparently the host at Global started laughing, like spit some water out. (laughs) And the guy in the control room was like, ah, Jen just did a spit take. I'm like, nice. I'm like, this is what the weekends are all about. Just fucking spit take. Pull Paul Rudd full spit take. Yeah, I do miss I do miss uh freestyling on the weekends a little bit. Yeah. I also do love sleeping in. It's great. But if you love Tim on the weekends, you should write into Global and let them know and be like, hey, we'd love to have Tim Main yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Actually someone did email, someone did send me an email and ask and said that uh, if I ever decided to go back, they would appreciate it. I would I would go back. I think I will end up covering for someone on holiday at one point. But uh Get who back knows? in that chopper life, baby. I did apply even to work in the studio, but uh, they had someone who was more experienced who ended up uh, fair. Re- retaining the job. And I was like, ah, that's fair. They're more experienced. They know what they're doing. Oh, that's so I hate annoying. it when that happens. So annoying. Oh. Oh, how dare they have more qualifications I know. Than it's me. always like when you see someone else get hired for the job, you're like, I'm fucking pissed, but also you kind of deserve it, you motherfucker. I'm happy in the you worst fucker. way. Oh, damn uh. Yeah, when you see your friends succeed and they're doing so much better than you, you're like, oh, but you fucking worked for it, though, and you fucking deserve Oh, God. <clears throat> <laughs> you're so mad, but you're like, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it felt. Oh. Oh, kitty. And so, uh, yeah, I think that's where we'll, we'll wrap it up uh, for the WBP. Do we still have social media? Or we do have uh, social media. Oh, do I... we post anything to it? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, should we? Maybe. Uh, this has been episode 83 of the oh, yeah, okay. Wonder Boys podcast. I just put today's date on the file because I forgot what number we were on. Because <laughs> it's been a year and a half. It's been almost a year and a half. Yeah. 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 Oops. Yeah. No, we can be more consistent. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't even need any of this stuff, so if you want to take this stuff back with you, you can. Or at least a microphone and a cable or something. Oh, I have my own interface and everything. Okay, I figured Groovy. you did. I figured you did, but... Uh, yeah, no, I'm Gucci. I just keep these in a drawer as a, as a backup, all these microphones and so on. So. Yeah. No, but thanks again for, for listening, making it this far. Um, check us out on social media if you want. I think we have an Instagram and a Twitter yeah, a Facebook page. I have a personal Twitter that I don't use at all. Sweet. Um, so using a, a secondary Twitter, that's a stretch. <laughs> that is a stretch. So if you want to see one tweet a millennium, <laughs> check out Wonder Boys Cast. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Wonder Boys Cast. And on our website, wonderboys.ca. Is that active still? I'm pretty sure we still pay the bill for that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to check actually right now. We should cut this part out. Yeah. No, I don't think that's necessary because people <laughs> need to experience this moment this of moment. confusion with us. Do we even know if we have our own website right. still on? Is it? 
I know we still own the domain name. I don't know if it, the website's actually active. The Wonder Boys. Wonder Boys. It's wonderboys.ca. I'm pretty sure. Oh, not .c dipshit. I think we do actually own the wonderboys.ca as well. Okay. Because it was pretty cheap to buy them both. So I was like, yeah, there we go. The Wonder Boys podcast. I can't even, I didn't even type it in correctly, so now I'm getting. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, we haven't been recording podcasts. I haven't been listening to podcasts as much as I used to because I don't commute anymore. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the nature of my work, it's too sporadic for me to mm-hmm. like sit down and actually listen to a full length thing. Oh. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, wonderboys.ca does not work. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we've still paid for the domain name, but we didn't pay for the website service the website. anymore. Yeah, Makes sense. But uh, I may upgrade my personal website subscription, so maybe it'll come with a second yeah, maybe. builder. Be, so I'd be direct yeah, another sh- domain name there. Yeah, we should we should look into that. So yeah, don't go to our website, just the social media. Um, Hell, don't even go to that. Just like listen to this and then just, just love it. Just, just be just, done. Just be like, this is the greatest podcast. I've ever listened to. Tell your friends. Just two fucking guys with way too much time on their hands. Just like, eh, sure, why not? I'll give it a listen. Yeah, fucking why not? <laughs> yeah, fucking right on. Oh, here we go. He's getting louder. He's, so he's, he's unsure. He's like, this smells weird. I don't like this <laughs> microphone. It smells like coffee breath. Oh, got him. Well, a little bite there. He yeah. A little bit. Nice. Little goober. He just wanted more pets. I know. But that's it. I think I we should sign, uh, sign one off. thing before we sign off. I fucking love this cat so much. I would honestly kill you right now for him. Okay, no, I wouldn't. But shit, I would do shit for this cat, man. I love this cat too. I love how much you love this cat. It's unreal. Sarah's like, I didn't think I could live. She doesn't. She didn't like cats before. She fucking loves this boy now. He's such a big boy. He's a fucking sweetheart. That's why he is a sweetheart. He came straight to you, and he's like, "I'm coming to chill." Yeah. Well, even in the shelter when I went to go see him, when we adopted him, like. Only saw him once before I was, I was there for 10 minutes. I was like, this is the fucking dude right here, this guy. Because he's just like such a perm machine, man. Yeah, he loves it. Also, yeah. apparently, Cat Dad is a big thing. Is it? Um, it's like this big social media craze, like women filming their boyfriends being absolutely enamored with their cats. <laughs> um, I didn't realize it was such a, I thought guys were typically into dogs, but apparently Cat Dad's a thing because low maintenance. You feed them. You clean up the litter box once a day. That's it. Boom. Done. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, you do need to feed them less. I mean, they do fucking scratch you all the time, which was kind of intense, but that's fine. You just need to clip his nails a little. I've tried. I bought that the clipper like a year ago. I've yet to get him to sit still long enough for me to get in there because they got the nerves in their nails too. So you got to be really careful when you cut them. Anyways, we were going to wrap this up. So let's Let's do it. Thanks again for listening. Thanks, Bobby, for joining us. Tim, it's been a pleasure. Always. Always. On the Wonder Boys. Okay. Bye.